0: Good afternoon, sisters and brothers, and our allies in the labor movement. This is the 141 report, and I'm your host, Dave Lehigh, a communications representative for District Lodge 141. We're speaking this week to one of the union leaders at one of the largest hubs at American Airlines, the grievance committee chairperson, Daryl Current, who works in Charlotte, North Carolina, at Local Lodge 1725. We'll be getting a briefing and learn about this important I am represented station deep in the South. Join us as our 141 Report starts now. Brother Darrell, welcome to the 141
1: Report. David, good to
0: hear from you, my man. Glad to have me on here, I appreciate it. Hey man, it is great to see you. Uh, You know, we've got a long history together, you and I. Uh, I've known you for some 37 years. So can you please tell the viewers about yourself where you got started in the airlines, the stations you've worked at, and uh, what union positions have you held over the years?
1: Okay, so I got hired in 1983 in Pittsburgh for Piedmont Airlines. And at that time, they were opening up their ground crew. So we worked upstairs and downstairs. Uh, Went to Newark, New Jersey, where I met David Lehigh. And uh, from there, I worked two years on the ramp. I did every position there on the ramp. Uh, From there, I went to Toledo, Ohio. And in 1988, uh, Piedmont and U.S. was merged. So I got to transfer back home to Pittsburgh where I figured I would finish out my career. But unfortunately, 9-11 happened. They cut Pittsburgh down as one of the hubs. I moved to Charlotte and it was one of the best moves I ever made. And uh, so I've been here in Charlotte since 2006. Uh, I've held positions in shop stewards in Pittsburgh for about 10, 15 years. Uh, I was a shop steward mainly when I came down here. Uh, And then uh, six years ago, uh, I was appointed to the uh, Grievance Committee because they uh, put Rick Russo up into organizing. So they asked me to uh, run. I ran in that position, uh, got elected, and the last four years I've been the Grievance Committee chair.
0: Great, man. Great, great. Uh, I love hearing that background. You know, the history with us, with Piedmont Airlines, I moved around a little bit myself. Uh, those, uh, in those early days, you know, but uh, it was great working with you way back when. I can still look back at those days fondly when we were working that back room talking about, man, we got to get a union on the property here.
1: <laughs> all the time. I remember those talks in the break room room all the time.
0: Yeah. So you're a committee chair in Charlotte. Um, how many people do you represent in Charlotte
1: now? Uh, we have about 1,800 in Charlotte. Uh, that's including about 250 in catering. Uh, We have about 55 brake riders, and we also have 55 uh, up in the tower.
0: Okay, all right, that's great. So uh, you're in uh, this large station. Uh, Can you tell the viewers uh, about uh, how you operate there? I know you guys, uh, because you're so large, you guys need a lot of office space uh, on the property. Can you talk about uh, why that office space is needed uh, for union representation?
1: Yeah, David, uh, so our office is on the uh, ground level between C Concourse, C4, gate C4, and gate C6. And uh, it's about uh, 40 feet long and about uh, 20 feet narrow. And we have five desks there. Uh, Currently, uh, four of them are from uh, us, from the Grievance committee. Uh, We have uh, another desk there for a a computer where the shop stewards come in and work. And then our AGCs come in and they get it, they get a computer and everything right there when they come in and visit.
0: So you guys are using that office for like shop steward meetings. Uh, you guys, when you wanna do an investigation, you have a private place to do business. Uh, you, you, you use it for uh, storing your, your documents and your files and whatnot, correct?
1: That is correct. Uh, right now we're digitally and we're doing everything paper. So we have both files uh, in our office. We have everything in that office from the last five years in a file cabinet and then in our computer. Uh, anytime we have an investigation, if the employee is still working, we bring them down into the office. Uh, we talk to them and ask them a lot of questions. Anytime our shop stewards have questions, they just swing by the office and they sit there and they talk to us for a while. Our doors are always open and we do have shop steward meetings. We try to get them once a month, uh, morning and night. Uh, we just had one uh, the other day where I had about six shop stewards at night uh, come in and we talked for a little bit and uh, you, know, you get a lot of things done through your shop stewards. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you don't work by yourself uh, as the chairperson, you've got a committee. So uh, who are your other committee people do you have?
1: Yeah. So uh, John Wilkinson, who's been here for about six years with the agreements committee, just like me. Uh, Mike Noble's been here four years. And they just appointed Luke Gilmore uh, when we got the new contract for another representative. So we got four grievance committee. And let me tell you, uh, I couldn't do anything without those guys. Those guys are the backbone for me. Uh, They keep me in line. Uh, They do so much work. Uh, They help out with all my shop stewards and making sure that their knowledge is still up to beat with everything we're trying to do here in Charlotte.
0: Yeah. That's a full-time job for you guys, right?
1: That is a full-time job, Dave. Uh, We stagger our hours which is great. So uh, John comes in about uh, seven or eight in the morning. Uh, I follow him between eight and nine. Uh, then uh, Mike Noble comes in around nine or 10 and then Lou fills out. He usually comes in about 12 or one o'clock. So we have people there all the way from seven or eight in the morning, all the way till nine or 10 at night.
0: Okay, all right. So uh, I know you're very fortunate. You got some AGCs that are in your station. Why don't you tell the viewers about who, uh, who you guys go to when When there's problems that happen, and I know they happen in Charlotte because they happen everywhere, who do you go to when you need district
1: help? So uh, we have two of the best AGCs, in my opinion. Uh, We're blessed because they were on contract negotiations and they're out of Charlotte. That's Mike Fairbanks and Mark Baskett. Two of the knowledgeable uh, AGCs that I know, uh, I deal with them every day. Uh, They're always open for my phone calls or texts. Uh, very rarely they ever get back to me. I'd say ninety-nine point nine percent they do get back to me. Now they need vacations too, just like everybody else. So sometimes they don't, but that's why we have two. And I also reach out to uh, Mike Mariano and uh, Pat Resler, and I also reach out to Billy Wilson sometimes. Uh, see how other stations are working and see how make sure we're doing it right.
0: Right, right. That's always great to have those at, at you know pick pick their brains sometimes, right? So yes. Uh so uh, how many stewards now you guys you guys are you know committee guys and you know frontline stewards are always really needed and you guys are in a large station. So I imagine you have a very large following of shop stewards. How many people are you dealing with with so many different departments?
1: Dave, so our smallest department has the most shop stewards, believe it or not. And that would be the tower. They have five or six. Everyone uh there's openings. Every time there's an opening, it seems like a shop steward's going up there. So at this moment, we have five and another one's going up. So that's going to be six uh, catering. We have five. And then on the ramp, we started off with uh, 14 and 14, 14 in the morning, 14 at night. But we've grown since then, uh, So I'm pretty sure we have uh, 15 in the morning and approximately 20 at night. Now, uh, every local
0: is a little bit different. Uh, do you guys uh, do elections for shop stewards or you guys do appointments for shop stewards? How do you guys
1: do it? Yeah, so our bylaws state that uh, in December, you will hang up a sheet and uh, people come in and nominate you, and then you have to sign it. And then our elections say the first week of January, so the agreements committee will always get together, go to a break room, make sure everybody knows we're voting for shop stewards, and then everybody on property can come and vote on that day.
0: Is it it a, a limit? Do you guys have a limit or a cap on per each
1: department? So we don't, Uh, we talk it out between the grievance committee and we see how many people uh, from the previous year helped and didn't help. So uh, I think one year we had 20, and then the next year we cut it down to 12 because we just weren't getting the shop stewards helping. They just, after three or four months, they saw how much work it was and they just weren't ready yet. So uh, we do it uh, every year, it's a different limit.
0: Okay. Uh, so, you know, every, every shop steward, committee person, they go through some sorts of training. I, I, I want to talk to you about this, because as a committee person, committee chair, you've definitely been to Whippensinger Education Center. What, what classes have you gone through at Whippensinger?
1: So I've been through uh, Leadership 1, 2, and 3, and Train the Trainer, and I also did uh, EAP 1. Oh, that's the EAP
0: is always good to have because, you know, as it, when you're a shop steward or you a committee person, sometimes, you know, those, those problems that do come up to you really don't fall under the guidelines of grievance, but they may fall under the guidelines of helping somebody with a difficult problem that they might be facing in their life. And it's always good to identify that. I, I myself took EAP one. I'm glad I took it just for familiarization, but always a good thing to have in your, your toolbox uh, for knowledge. So good. Correct. Good job. on yeah. it. What
1: about safety? Have you done any work on safety at all? Uh, you know what? I haven't. And the be- reason why is uh, Mike Moser is our safety chair in Charlotte. And every day he comes to my office and he visits all four of us and he talks safety every day for at least a half hour, 45 minutes. And that man is there and we talk of things and we're always on the phone talking to each other. So I have no part in safety. Uh, he does everything great. So, I really don't think that uh, anybody on my team needs to be in safety because of the job that he does. He's a good man. You know, uh, you know, you guys are very fortunate. You got Tony D
0: right down there, right from the neck of the woods. So, you always got Tony as a, as a phone call away, I'm sure.
1: Yep, and Tony used to call me pre-COVID. Tony called me once a week. So, yeah. after COVID, he kind of like uh, stayed at home and let Mike handle Charlotte only, and he did yeah. the other stations. Yeah. Also – started- uh,
0: he started to do field trips again, so.
1: Yeah, he did. Yeah, so I talked to him, and he said he's starting to go out. So that's also, nice uh, we're so it's so nice that I have uh, Chris Davis as a Charlotte agent, um, and of course he's the EAP director of the I guess the whole system. Yes. Uh, for the district, and you know he comes in every day and visits us and tells us everything that's going on. So we're Charlotte is very special on how we handle things and the people that we got. It's amazing uh, that the help that we can get.
0: Yeah, he, Chris Davis does some excellent work for it. So, uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to observe your shop steward classes in Charlotte. And you actually teach the classes. I, I really found found that really cool. Uh, can you talk about that at all, about when you run those shop steward classes?
1: Yeah, so it, it all started uh, when I got here to Charlotte. Uh, you know, John Badiglio, the 142 uh, educator, uh, is, is stationed here in Charlotte. And he was doing these classes, bringing in other trainers from maintenance doing our classes. And I asked him, I says, "How do I get on your education team?" He goes, "You go to trainer, trainer, my brother, and you can help me out." So I did my four years after that. John and I've been doing all the shop steward classes and charing for everything. And uh, you know, he, he's such a great asset to have because of all of his knowledge. So uh, we, I really appreciate him. And then when we the fleet come in to do the shop steward classes, he lets me take over because I know the contract and I didn't do that. So he he really helps me out. And if I fall on my feet or anything like that, you know, he's there to help me out.
0: You know, you guys do something unique. I love the role playing that you guys do. You do scenarios and you get people that, that will sit down, you know, one will pay management, one will be shop steward, and they have to work out the differences, you know, and try to come to a solution that, you know, helps the, you know, help hopefully helps the employee. So Great, great stuff. I really enjoy doing those, uh, going to those classes and covering that. So uh, good stuff. Uh, With union density uh, smaller in the South, how important are unions to you? And uh, do you think uh, the members in Charlotte would be as well off as they are today if they didn't have a union on the property?
1: Well, I come from a union city, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You know, we have all uh, the mills in that. So when I moved to Newark and met you and you talked all that, you know, union, 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 it just built me up like say, yes, we do need unions. I mean, you'd be surprised how people don't think they don't need unions. But here in Charlotte, we need a union. You know, at any time, any company, because it's a right to work state can take anything they want from us. But no, our union's there to protect us and help us. It's very important us to have a union. And trust me, we're educating everybody on the ramp about the importance of being a union. Yep.
0: Yeah, and those members uh, that are working at that airport, they're, they're making really good wages. Their families are benefiting from the unions. You know, Their kids are able to go to better schools and they have better cars, bigger houses. It's all because of the union and the collective bargaining agreement that we have that covers and protects those, those workers. So I'm right with you on that, brother. Gr- a great response to that. Uh, So listen, uh, before we close out uh, this report, is there anything that you might want to make mention of or say about, you know,
1: what it's like being
0: a member or about the union in general?
1: My AGCs are the best and, and, and Mark Baskin and Mike Fairbanks, I wouldn't be in this chair at this position right now, if it wasn't for those two, Uh, you know, when Rick Russo went to organizing, you know, they, they looked over the whole ramp and saw who got respect from the ramp agents and that. And I was just a shopster at the time, and they asked me to run, and I did that. So uh, those two right there, I owe my career to them right there. Uh, also, the grievance committee is just uh, – I can't say enough about them. And I also want to shout out to the Phoenix Grievance committee. You know, Brian Harrison and Trina David, we, we work so good together uh, as you know, you put a report out that they came here and we are going to go there and we talk once a week and that's so valuable to us as hubs to talk about that. And and I don't think everybody knows how valuable it is. Uh, I think everybody should be talking. I mean, I know we have the grievance, uh, committee, uh, you know, coming up here in October. Grievance conference. Grievance conference. I still think everyone should be calling each other and saying, how do you do it in Charlotte? How do you do it in Philly? How do you do it in Phoenix? So, uh, and I just appreciate uh, everybody that supports me. So, uh, you know, I'm there for everybody. Uh, you know, you've known me a long time. So uh, I'm a straight up kind of a guy and I'm just here to help everybody out.
0: You know, you mentioned Brian. Uh, actually, um, I'm scheduling out a meeting with him in a couple of weeks. We're going to be sitting down with the committee there talking about it. And uh, when I talk to him about him coming to Charlotte to meet, with you and you know the committee came in uh he couldn't speak more highly about how well that station visit went uh talking to the committee there and seeing how you guys operate so that was a really good idea for you guys to get together and actually you know get in the trenches so to speak and talk to other stations about what's going on there and see what the issues are so really really good uh so uh So, brother, this basically is going to conclude the 141 report. I want to thank you uh, for sitting down with me today and uh, to all the viewers for uh, tuning in to watch our show. So I appreciate you coming
1: on. Thank you, David. I appreciate it very much.
0: Yeah, we appreciate you and everyone else. If they would uh, also share, follow, subscribe to our social media sites. That can be found on the 141 website. And also be sure to sign up for our emails. And this concludes our report. Everyone have a great weekend. Bye for now.